those prophecies have been fulfilled exactly as Isaiah wrote them down. This is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we read the entire Bible in a year. I hope you're well today. It's good to see you. Welcome. Our reading today is Isaiah 12 through 17. After that, I'll have a few comments, and then we'll do our On This Day in Church History segment, and I've got a couple of prayer requests. So let's get started. Isaiah chapter 12. A day is coming when people will sing, I praise you, Lord. You were angry with me, but now you comfort me and are angry no longer. God is my Savior. I will trust Him and not be afraid. The Lord gives me power and strength. He is my Savior. As fresh water brings joy to the thirsty, so God's people rejoice when He saves them. A day is coming when people will sing, Give thanks to the Lord. Call for Him to help you. Tell all the nations what He has done. Tell them how great He is. Sing to the Lord because of the great things He has done. Let the whole world hear the news. Let everyone who lives in Zion shout and sing. Israel's holy God is great, and He lives among His people. Isaiah chapter 13 The Burden Against Babylon Which Isaiah the son of Amos Saw Lift up a banner on the high mountain. Raise your voice to them. Wave your hand that they may enter the gates of the nobles. I have commanded my sanctified ones. I have also called my mighty ones for my anger, those who rejoice in my exaltation. The noise of a multitude in the mountains, like that of many people. A tumultuous noise of the kingdoms of nations gathered together. The Lord of hosts musters the army for battle. They come from a far country, from the end of heaven the Lord and His weapons of indignation, to destroy the whole land. Wail, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It will come as destruction from the Almighty. Therefore, all hands will be limp, every man's heart will melt, and they will be afraid. Pangs and sorrows will take hold of them. They will be in pain as a woman in childbirth. They will be amazed at one another. Their faces will be like flames. Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel with both wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he will destroy its sinners from it. For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not give their light. The sun will be darkened in its going forth, and the moon will not cause its light to shine. I will punish the world for its evil, and the wicked for their iniquity. I will halt the arrogance of the proud, and will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. I will make a mortal more rare than fine gold a man more than the golden wedge of Ophir. Therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth will move out of her place, in the wrath of the Lord of hosts, and in the day of his fierce anger. It shall be as the hunted gazelle, and as a sheep that no man takes up. Every man will turn to his own people, and every one will flee to his own land. Everyone who is found will be thrust through, and everyone who is captured will fall by the sword. Their children also will be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be plundered and their wives ravished. Behold, I will stir up the Medes against them who will not regard silver, and as for gold, they will not delight in it. Also their bows will dash the young men to pieces, and they will have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eye will not spare children. And Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldeans' pride, 
will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It will never be inhabited, nor will it be settled from generation to generation, nor will the Arabian pitch tents there, nor will the shepherds make their sheepfolds there. But wild beasts of the desert will lie there, and their houses will be full of owls. Ostriches will dwell there, and wild goats will caper there. The hyenas will howl in their citadels, and jackals in their pleasant palaces. Her time is near to come, and her days will not be prolonged. Isaiah chapter 14 For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob, and will still choose Israel and settle them in their own land. The strangers will be joined with them, and they will cling to the house of Jacob. Then people will take them and bring them to their place, and the house of Israel will possess them for servants and maids in the land of the Lord. They will take them captive whose captives they were, and rule over their oppressors. It shall come to pass in the day the Lord gives you rest from your sorrow, and from your fear and the hard bondage in which you were made to serve, that you will take up this proverb against the king of Babylon, and say, How the oppressor has ceased, the golden city ceased. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, he who struck the people in wrath with a continual stroke, he who ruled the nations in anger, is persecuted and no one hinders. The whole earth is at rest and quiet. They break forth into singing. Indeed, the cypress trees rejoice over you, and the cedars of Lebanon, saying, Since you were cut down, no woodsman has come up against us. Hell from beneath is excited about you, to meet you at your coming. It stirs up the dead for you all the chief ones of the earth. It has raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations. They all shall speak and say to you, Have you also become as weak as we? Have you become like us? Your pomp is brought down to Sheol, and the sound of your stringed instruments. The maggot is spread under you, and worms cover you. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning! How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations! For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you, saying, Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms? who made the world as a wilderness and destroyed its cities, who did not open the house of his prisoners? All the kings of the nations, all of them, sleep in glory, everyone in his own house. But you are cast out of your grave like an abominable branch, like the garment of those who are slain, thrust through with a sword, who go down to the stones of the pit, like a corpse trodden underfoot. You will not be joined with them in burial, because you have destroyed your land and slain your people. The brood of evildoers shall never be named. Prepare slaughter for his children because of the iniquity of their fathers, lest they rise up and possess the land and fill the face of the world with cities. For I will rise up against them, says the Lord of hosts, and cut off from Babylon the name and the remnant and offspring and posterity, says the Lord. I will also make it a possession for the porcupine and marshes of muddy water, I will sweep it with the broom of destruction, says the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely, as I have thought, so it shall come to pass, and as I have purposed, so it shall stand. 
that I will break the Assyrian in my land, and on my mountains tread him underfoot. Then his yoke shall be removed from them, and his burden removed from their shoulders. This is the purpose that is purposed against the whole earth, and this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations. For the Lord of hosts is purposed, and who shall annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? This is the burden which came in the year that King Ahaz died. Do not rejoice, all you of Philistia, because the rod that has struck you is broken. For out of the serpent's roots will come forth a viper, and its offspring will be a fiery flying serpent. The firstborn of the poor will feed, and the needy will lie down in safety. I will kill your roots with famine, and it will slay your remnant. Wail, O gate, cry, O city. All you of Philistia are dissolved, for smoke will come from the north, and no one will be alone in his appointed times. What will they answer the messengers of the nation? That the Lord has founded Zion, and the poor of his people shall take refuge in it. Isaiah chapter 15 The Burden Against Moab Because in the night Ar of Moab is laid waste and destroyed, because in the night Kir of Moab is laid waste and destroyed, he has gone up to the temple and Dibon, to the high places to weep. Moab will wail over Nebo and over Medaba. On all their heads will be baldness, and every beard cut off. In their streets they will clothe themselves with sackcloth. On the tops of their houses and in their streets everyone will wail, weeping bitterly. Heshbon and Eliela will cry out, their voice shall be heard as far as Jahaz. Therefore the armed soldiers of Moab will cry out. His life will be burdensome to him. My heart will cry out for Moab. His fugitives shall flee to Zoar like a three-year-old heifer. For by the ascent of Luhith they will go up with weeping. For in the way of Horonaim they will raise up a cry of destruction. For the waters of Nimrim will be desolate. For the green grass is withered away. The grass fails, there is nothing green. Therefore the abundance they have gained, and what they have laid up, they will carry away to the brook of the willows. For the cry has gone all around the borders of Moab, its wailing to Eglium, and its wailing to Beer Elam. For the waters of Diamond will be full of blood, because I will bring more upon Diamond, lions upon him who escapes from Moab, and on the remnant of the land. Isaiah chapter 16 Send the lamb to the ruler of the land, from Selah to the wilderness, to the mount of the daughter of Zion. For it shall be as a wandering bird thrown out of the nest. So shall be the daughters of Moab at the fords of the Arnon. Take counsel, execute judgment. Make your shadow like the night in the middle of the day. Hide the outcasts, do not betray him who escapes. Let my outcasts dwell with you, O Moab. Be a shelter to them from the face of the spoiler, for the extortioner is at an end, devastation ceases, the oppressors are consumed out of the land. In mercy the throne will be established, in mercy the throne will be established, and one will sit on it in truth in the tabernacle of David, judging and seeking justice and hastening righteousness. We have heard of the pride of Moab, he is very proud of his haughtiness and his pride and his wrath. But his lies shall not be so. Therefore Moab shall wail for Moab. Everyone shall wail. For the foundations of Kir Hariseth you shall mourn. Surely they are stricken. For the fields of Heshbon languish, and the vine of Sibma. 
The lords of the nations have broken down its choice plants, which have reached to Jazer and wandered through the wilderness. Her branches are stretched out, they are gone over the sea. Therefore I will bewail the vine of Sibma with the weeping of Jazer. I will drench you with my tears, O Heshbon and Eliela, for battle cries have fallen over your summer fruits and your harvest. Gladness is taken away, and joy from the plentiful field. In the vineyards there will be no singing, nor will there be shouting. No treaders will tread out wine in the presses. I have made their shouting cease. Therefore my heart shall resound like a harp for Moab, and my inner being for Kir here is. And it shall come to pass, when it is seen that Moab is weary on the high place, that he will come to his sanctuary to pray, but he will not prevail. This is the word which the Lord has spoken concerning Moab since that time. But now the Lord has spoken, saying, Within three years, as the years of a hired man, the glory of Moab will be despised with all that great multitude, and the remnant will be very small and feeble. Isaiah chapter 17 The Burden Against Damascus Behold, Damascus will cease from being a city, and it will be a ruinous heap. The cities of Arawer are forsaken. They will be for flocks which lie down, and no one will make them afraid. The fortress also will cease from Ephraim, the kingdom from Damascus, and the remnant of Syria. They will be as the glory of the children of Israel, says the Lord of hosts. In that day it shall come to pass that the glory of Jacob will wane, and the fatness of his flesh grow lean. It shall be as when the harvester gathers the grain, and reaps the heads with his arm. It shall be as he who gathers heads of grain in the valley of Rephaim. Yet gleaning grapes will be left in it, like the shaking of an olive tree. Two or three olives at the top of the uppermost bough, four or five in its most fruitful branches, says the Lord God of Israel. In that day a man will look to his Maker, and his eyes will have respect for the Holy One of Israel. He will not look to the altars, the work of his hands. He will not respect what his fingers have made nor the wooden images, nor the incense altars. In that day his strong cities will be as a forsaken bough and an uppermost branch, which they left because of the children of Israel. And there will be desolation, because you have forgotten the God of your salvation, and have not been mindful of the rock of your stronghold. Therefore you will plant pleasant plants and set out foreign seedlings. In the day you will make your plant to grow, and in the morning you will make your seed to flourish. But the harvest will be a heap of ruins in the day of grief and desperate sorrow. Woe to the multitude of many people who make a noise like the roar of the seas, and to the rushing of nations that make a rushing like the rushing of mighty waters. The nations will rush like the rushing of many waters, but God will rebuke them, and they will flee far away, and be chased like the chaff of the mountains before the wind, like a rolling thing before the whirlwind. Then, behold, at eventide, trouble, and before the morning he is no more. This is the portion of those who plunder us, and the lot of those who rob us. Well, beloved, uh, I guess it's time that I fess up. I've been trying to hide it for the past few days, but today I'm going to come clean. They say that the show must go on, right? No matter what, the show must go on. You lift yourself up, you put a smile on your face, and you get out there on that stage and give them what they came for. <laughs> well, 
I have to tell you that for the past few days, I've been hounded by headaches that make my head feel like it's been in a vice for several hours. And then it'll recede into the background and then come back with just as much force as before. And I'm not usually prone to headaches, so I think my body's fighting some sort of bug. And by the way, a quick aside, if you're listening, Mike, this is why I've not yet responded to your comments on the show notes page for Romans 3 and 4. I'll get back to you as soon as the artillery in my head ceases fire. All that to say, beloved, today's comments are going to be just a bit different. There is a ton of content in these six chapters of Isaiah that we've just read, and I just don't have the ability to concentrate on it all in order to get some cogent paragraphs together for you. So I'm going to just use chapters 13 and 14 as a springboard to talk about something that I care deeply about. It's really about why the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible exists here in 2021. Isaiah chapters 13 through 23, I guess, are more what I'm going to be talking about. These chapters are prophecies against nations that have attacked and otherwise been troublesome, to say the least, for Israel and Judah. And as I write this in mid-September 2021, the United States and the world have witnessed growing tyranny. Governments around the globe have slowly stripped away more and more rights and have imposed mandates and restrictions at alarming rates. And it looks as though this trend is going to continue for the foreseeable future. As a result, crime rates are up, suicides are up, alcohol and drug abuse is up. I mean, I could go on and on. Many people have just lost hope. They see no way out, no light at the end of the tunnel. Their despair is not hard to understand, is it? When it seems as if the tyrants are in control, the future looks dark. Well, this feeling of hopelessness is part of the reason God gave Isaiah the prophecies in these chapters. God was letting his people know that their tormentors would be dealt with and that they would be avenged. He wanted to give them hope. And most of those prophecies have been fulfilled exactly as Isaiah wrote them down. God said he would bring an end to nations that seemed unbeatable, and he did. Now, the prophecies yet to be fulfilled are sources of hope for us. We know the end of the story, and God wins. The ultimate enemy, the tormentor of mankind since the Garden of Eden, the father of lies, will be forever condemned to the lake of fire. And we who love God, who belong to Jesus, are going to spend eternity in His presence. Knowing this makes it possible for me to remain relatively unscathed by world events. Sure, I hate seeing liberties eroded and injustices go unpunished. I hate seeing lies perpetrated as truth and truth being censored as lies. But I know that one day, all will be made right. Eternity is a long time. The entire history of mankind in light of eternity will be just a blip. We have to keep our eye on the ball, beloved. We're here to be a shining light on a hill, showing a lost world the way to Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Jesus is the only hope. And there's more than enough reason to have hope, even in 2021. Jesus is on the throne, and looking at current events, I have high hopes that his return is right around the corner. And we'll talk about that at a later time. What do you think? 
I'd love to share your comments on the show. Write to me at steve at lifespringmedia.com or better yet, go to comment.lifespringmedia.com. Tomorrow we're going to read Matthew 5 and 7. Boost! This day in church history, September 17th, 1787. Ratified on this date, Article 6, Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution reads, No religious tests shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust under the United States. That was an important article, wasn't it? All right, in 1929 on this date, September 17th, the Apostolic Orthodox Catholic Church is established in North America as an English-speaking, non-ethnic, independent branch of the Russian Orthodox Church. Interesting. Prayer Requests I got an update from Dell today, and Kathy finished five straight days of radiation. And now she's going to have chemo shots two Fridays per month, plus some sort of pill. They don't know for how many months this is going to continue. We'll just have to wait and see how she does. Today, as I'm recording this, they're celebrating 49 years of marriage. They're with one of their daughters, Mindy, tonight. Mindy brought Kathy home from the hospital today to her, to her house, and Mindy made a really nice home-cooked meal in celebration of their 49th anniversary. Dell said Kathy ate more tonight than she has in a long time, despite the pain she feels when she swallows. So let's continue to pray for them and uh, you know, pray that God uh, strengthens her and helps her through this time. Our loving Heavenly Father, again, we come to you with thanksgiving in our hearts. You are our God, and you are worthy of our devotion and our praise. You are holy. You are just. You are steadfast. You are our rock, our shield, our refuge. I thank you, Lord, that you have sustained Dell and Kathy's marriage for all these 49 years, and that despite tremendous hardships, you've kept them faithful to you. They truly are an example of faith. I'm asking God that you bring relief to Kathy tonight. Help her pain, Lord. Give her rest. Restore her strength. I know that she has a joy in knowing you, but I'm asking that you give her a little cheer tonight, a bit of lightness of spirit, Lord. Thank you that their daughters have been such a great help to them, and I ask that you give both Mindy and Christy a special blessing for being so helpful to them. And Lord, I ask that you take these headaches away from me. Whatever it is that's causing them, I'm asking you to take away. Now, compared to Kathy's situation, mine doesn't even register, but it is getting annoying, so I ask that you take it away, Lord. And for the LifeSpring family, I'm so grateful. Thank you that you've brought them here. Bless them, Lord. Meet their needs. Show them your presence in their lives, Lord. Lead each of us today. Help us to hear the leading of the Holy Spirit. We want to follow you. We love you, and we thank you for loving us. We pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, when you send your prayer requests in, I will pray with you in my daily private prayer time, and I'll pray for you on the show so that we can all agree together as we take our requests to God. Just go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com. Well, if you'd like to comment on the show, go to comment.lifespringmedia.com or email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com. I'm going to call it. My head's pounding, and I need to get this show up for you. And thank you for putting up with me today. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you for being here. I'm Steve Webb. 
Bye.